Hey everybody, this is A7X Fan Ben, and this is Pirates with Ben blog number 52. So I've been gone for about a week, um, some unfortunate things happened, and uh, the blog kind of fell by the wayside or whatever, and uh, so I'm back to some extent. Um, I'd like to do this a few times a week, I'm not sure how much, and uh, you, can, you can request how much I do it in the comments, as I talked about in a recent video with the question of the day. So... Anyway, there's a lot a lot of things on my mind, some life changes and whatnot, um, some current, some imminent, some in the future, and uh, a lot of other things on my mind and going on and whatnot. So, But back to Pirates content. Uh, Ocean Terrain Contest number three is ending in just over three weeks. August 1st is the deadline, so that's when you would have to submit um, your ocean and terrain uh, islands and things like that. So it's basically a contest where... Um, you build custom islands and terrain for use in Pirate CSG games, and the winner is going to get 50% of the money contributed, so everybody's going to pitch in 20 bucks, and then uh, at the end there's prizes, and there's like judging voting criteria, so this is the third one, the first two were like 2009, 10, 11, and uh, so we've got I think around five or six entrants, somewhere in that vicinity anyway, so I've mostly finished what I want to do, at least in the short term, and I've talked about it already a little bit in the past, um, or recent past, a lot of things I'd like to do in the future for custom islands and terrain, I'm going to do way later down the line, like multiple years from now, because there's way too much on my mind going on to, to bother with that now, and because, even more so because I don't want to make stuff that I'm not going to use for 20 years, <laughs> like, I mean, it sounds dramatic, but I'm just, I don't know, I don't want to sink a lot of hours into making all this cool stuff that I'm not going to use, you know, reasonably soon within like an intermediate, you know, one or two year time frame. So, so that's going to end on August 1st. So um, if you want to participate, uh, it's getting late, but you could still make some stuff the next few weeks. Just uh, just a heads up about that. And uh, deal of the day is kind of a, kind of a aggregation of different ones here. We've got a delusion that's Far from mint condition, it says, and uh, apparently I think the masks were broken and glued back together. The cards are either absent or cut apart, but that being said, a delusion for $15 and free shipping, if it stays low, you know, interesting deal, I guess, um, especially if you don't have many or if you're looking to get a cheap extra one. I've kind of got my eye on it. I'm pretty sure I'm, pretty sure I'm not going to bid at all, but it's definitely interesting in terms of just getting a 10 master cheaper than cheaper than usual. So uh, this next one is a bunch of the South China Seas promos. These aren't really that rare compared to other South China Sea stuff, but here it looks like they're getting most or all of the ships here. This is kind of a neat deal because it's still relatively low, and a lot of these ships are actually good as compared to a lot of the other tournament LE ships, limited edition tournament pack ships. And uh, they're both more common, and they're also better than most of the other ones from the other sets. So, for example, the Beast Belly is a good suicide attack ship. Bell Pool, Fortunato, Patagonia, those are all decent slow gold runners. Sister's Rage is a solid ship. The Adventurous is good. And uh, a few other decent ships in there as well. So a neat little, neat little lot there. This is a Spanish Main and uh, Davy Jones Cursed lot. It's at 10 right now, basically, with the bidding. About $7 shipping. And I see a bunch of unpunched ships in there, including some stuff like the Harbinger from uh, 
from Davy Jones Curse, so that's another one you could check out. Links to all these are going to be in the description below, as always. And, of course, the Ocean's Edge and Revolution 36 count, 36 pack boxes are still generally the best deals on eBay. So 40 for OE, get a tournament pack most likely with it. Both are free shipping from the same seller. And then RVE is about 70 for Revolution uh, for 36 packs. So those are both still available. So it's more than 10 available for both of them. So those are highly recommended, definitely. So links in the description for those as well. And then a little random thing at the end. Um, I think Revolution or some other box was on sale recently. Might have been Caribbean on Hills Hills of Gaming. That, that's gone now. But there is a sale. Uh, it's 50% off on the Ocean's Edge two-player mega packs where you get a mega card. Like, you know, the Ghost Walker, the U.S. Canceller, for example, or a Sea Dragon. Those came in the mega packs um, along with basically two packs worth of stuff. So you get five ships total, including the mega mega card ship. So, along with four other ships, so $3 instead of 6 6 definitely is pretty expensive for that, so nice to see it at 3 I wouldn't necessarily go for this unless you're going to buy other things from Hills Hills Hill Gaming, especially because their shipping's kind of high. But if you're looking to get a box of, say, Revolution, oh, that doesn't make much sense compared to the one on eBay, but let's say you're trying to get a box of, like, Fire and Steel, or Barbary Coast or something, or maybe the Davy Jones SE 4-box lot set. If you're getting that from Hills Hill Soul Gaming, you could throw in a mega pack or two to get that deal. So those are the deals of the day, kind of a bunch of random stuff. And uh, for card of the day, we're going to be doing sets from 1 to 14 to include Return to Savage Shores. And we got set number 10, which I believe is Caribbean, 1, 12, 13. Yep, so Pirates of the Caribbean is the set. Got a thread topic coming about this eventually. And I did do a, a new topic on the forum talking about how satisfied are you with your collection. So there's a poll up. I put it on, I actually tried a poll on Facebook for the first time in a while. And uh, kind of scrambles the options, which is kind of weird. But And I put it on BoardGameGeek too. So a lot of people say 95% satisfied with their collection, which is the same. That's what I picked actually. Because I'm, I'm pretty happy with my collection. There's not a lot of things that I'm super you know, excited about getting, mostly because it, it's going to cost me some serious money to get some of the stuff I'd like to get long-term. I've got most of the commons, uncommon rares, and a lot of the more reasonably priced items that are out there. And then, of course, with Vassal, that's what I explained in the thread. Um, with Vassal, I can basically play any ship I want whenever I want. So you don't even need, and anybody can. I don't have to own them. Nobody does. So you can play the Guichuan if you don't have a single pirate you know, if you've never opened a pack before, you can uh, you can basically play ten masters on Vassal, which is great. So, and not all the ship types are represented on Vassal. It's a long-term thing I want to fix. But anyway, so finally we got a number here for Caribbean, and it's number thirteen from the set, which is the High Pang. So that's pretty funny. All right, so the High Pang is one of the better ships in the entire game. This is a pirate two-masted junk from Caribbean, of course, rare number 013, and it's 13 points, 4 Caro, SL move, cannons are 3S, 4S, and along with the junk keyword, it says if the ship has a captain crew, she gets plus L to her base move. So the reason this is one of the best ships in the game is because it's the fastest. So with a captain and a helmsman, you basically have speed of SL, SL. So, because with the captain, you get plus L, and then you might as well put a helmsman too, make it go mock speed. Or SLSL SL movement, 
And then you could do weird things with other stuff like trade currents or maybe Griffin could be aboard somehow, I'm not sure. But anyway, so, and then you combine that with extra actions like from uh, Lord Micron, for example, and you can really turn this ship into a beast. So a lot of the best fleets of all time use the high peng. I'm going to go to my, go to my fleets page here at Miniature Trading and pull up one of, one of the better fleets I've submitted. And uh, basically, when the ship is this fast, you can go out to islands and empty them or get gold back or put forts up before your opponent can do hardly anything. So if you combine the high pang with other overpowered or OP tactics, such as Lord Micron, uh, the sack ability where you sacrifice crew for extra actions, that is a way to make this even more of an effective combo. So basically... I've got a fleet here, Haipang Fort Frenzy. This fleet did really well in the Vassal tournaments last year. And uh, so basically, the best crew to put on the Haipang is generally Captain Jack Sparrow. So this is another extremely overpowered, even worse game piece. So he's got the captain ability, but then the key is his other ability. When the ship is given an explore action, you can swap treasure on the Wild Island with a crew on any friendly ship. So you can go to an island, get gold. You don't even have to load it onto the ship. And then you can trade it for a crew. So if you put a ship like like Cour de Leon or the Lizard, some cheap French ships just with generic oarsmen, pirate or French, for example, you can swap a coin from the Wild Island and put it on one of those ships. You want it to be a ship with multiple move segments because then it can move away and redock at your home island and then you get the coin right away. So by using Captain Jack Sparrow's ability, preferably... On the high pang, you can use him with other ships too. I've used him on the Zeus, uh, and it's pretty effective. But basically, if you use this combo, you basically don't need to bring gold back to your home island. You can just flip it home um, and get an oarsman. And it becomes really crazy when you can use those oarsmen as sack food, sacrificial crew, to move the high pang twice on each turn after that. So it's it's this cycle of overpowered like nonsense that just leads to really fast uh, games that are over usually extremely quickly unless you're also facing very good competition. So if you're a competitive player, if you want to win a lot, the high pang is highly recommended. I'll check eBay once I'm done recording to see if she's around. Uh, might be on Rain Tiger, but and I'll, I'll try to link to at least this fleet and maybe one of Darren's fleets because he was the one that pioneered the UPS Universal Pirate Shipping Strategy. So I could go on and on about the high pang, but basically it's one of the best ships in the game. Game piece rating out of 10, I would probably give it a 9 out of 10 because it's the best ship in the game. Um, the 13 points for a 2 master is quite high, and the cannons are not really exciting or great. So can't quite, quite get a 10 out of 10, but... Especially if you if you use the right crew setups, especially with Captain Jack Sparrow and a helmsman, the ship becomes completely ridiculous and certainly not unbeatable. But in terms of the best fleets of all time, the high peng is usually a cornerstone of those fleets, such as high peng for frenzy, UPS version 2.0, 4.0. Um, those are Darren's fleets, which I'll link to as well in the description. Just an amazing ship, so highly recommended. But Know, once you've uh, beaten up on your opponents with it, I want to tone it down before they, they quit pirates. <laughs> so anyway, 
the picture of the day is just a, a Caribbean picture from Command the Oceans last year. Campaign game I played on three different oceans. Just amazing. Biggest game ever. Uh, one of the best games I've ever played. So basically in the Caribbean, I used a couple of Rostanaz's islands. He's actually entering uh, Ocean Train Contest number three, so you'll see more content from him soon, which is exciting because his islands always look great, obviously. And he built Diamond Rock. You can just barely see it to the right. But this shows the Spanish just making some trips to and from Paradise Island in the at the upper right part of the frame. And uh, the Spanish were kind of beaten up on the, by the English in the Caribbean in that game, but... I'll put a link to the Command the Oceans thread in the description as well, uh, with a warning though that it will take a while to load because when post image, it used to be postimages.org, they changed their URLs to .cc on their pictures. And this is part of the reason I'm trying to do video battle reports, especially for CG4 and the Caribbean game, because all these image hosting sites seem to be un unreliable as a whole. So. But when they changed their URLs, all my picture URL links from Command the Oceans from last year got broken. So the only way to fix it is to change it from .org to .cc, which I've talked about already. So I did that for my Command the Oceans like giant Google Doc, which is like almost 500 pages. And uh, the problem is, then I it's all in one one place. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go through every single one of the reports, like 14 pages of battle reports or something. And redo it. So instead, I basically just have Command the Oceans all in one post at Board Game Geek. And you can find a link in the description, of course. The reason I don't have it administered training is because there was a, I think there was a character limit. I think there actually is a character limit at miniature training. Or either that, or I think when I tried to put Command the Oceans all in one post and post it to miniature training, there was some kind of error, I think. I think there was like an error message, like some gigantic like wall of text that showed up. And it basically just didn't work. So Board Game Geek is unfortunately the only place to find Command the Oceans in full as of you know July 2018. So hopefully I'll fix that more later. But there's way too much other stuff to do first. So anyway, speaking of which, I should probably end this. So been away for a while. I did upload a few more videos that I had recorded before this little mini hiatus for a week. So. Uh, how to make the most out of the Spanish and uh, the Jade Rebellion collection review series videos are up. So I did upload those those three videos in the past handful of days here. And I still want to do content every week going forward. Um, I'm not going to be able to do daily uploads. is going to become a bit uh, more difficult in July and beyond. But I'll have content every week and I, I do want to blog um, at least every week, if not, hopefully, you know, multiple days per week. But that being said, can't make many promises given uh, situations and fluctuations and whatnot. But, oh, and also, I just reached 100 subscribers, so thank you for that. I forgot about that. I think I'm at 103 as of today. Um, so thank you for subscribing. Thanks to the recent subscribers. Um, so 100 is a, is a good number to hit, kind of like a beginner number, but it was exciting, though. So, And when I started this YouTube channel just over a year ago, I didn't know... What was going to happen. I didn't think I'd be able to produce as much content. I didn't think I'd have well over 200 videos by now. And I really didn't have any, really any plans or any knowledge about subscribers. I, I figured there'd be like 20 to 25 that I might be able to, to get watching consistently. But to get to 100 uh, is pretty cool for, for a board game that's been out of print for 10 years. So that being said, I still want to grow the channel and make it bigger and whatnot. So 
So any suggestions for video topics and, and themes and whatnot and video series, please uh, let me know in the comments below. But beyond that, leave a like uh, if you like this video. Hopefully you're still enjoying the vlog. Back on it, at least for now. And uh, subscribe if you haven't already. Thanks for watching.